So what's her name? You know who I'm talking about. It's that girl you're pretty excited about. Maybe you went on a date with her, or maybe you've just been messaging back and forth on the dating app or through IG or through text, and something went wrong. You screwed it up. I don't know how you screwed it up, but now she's not responding or she's taking a long time and there's some friction there. Well, I will help you get this girl back. I'll get you back on track. And that's the subject of this week's show. I'm going to show you how I helped out a guy named Thomas from uh, Ireland get back on track with the nice girl he met on Tinder. Or maybe it was Hinge, actually. And uh, this is kind of an ongoing thing I'm testing out to see what sort of content we get from it. So far, so good. And if you're listening to this and you're in a similar situation, send me a message. Either DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email, Robbie at innerconfidence.com, and I will help you get unstuck as well. You just got to include a screenshot of the conversation and some backstory and context. Can't promise I'm going to respond to all of them, but uh, for the time being, shoot it over and we'll see what we can do. All right, let's dive into the show. You're listening to the Inner Confidence Podcast, formerly called the Leverage Podcast. We help you unleash the most attractive, charismatic, and confident you in order to attract quality connections, both personal and romantic. My name is Robbie Kramer. I've been a coach since 2007, and I've helped over 1,300 people level up their dating and social skills. My mission is simple, to help you crush the dating game, build an epic social life, and attract your ideal partner. Give us the backstory on this uh, on this baddie here. I'll pull up her profile. We yeah. got Polish. Uh, I would say she's a bit of a gem to find in rural Ireland. Uh, <laughs> anything like Eastern European, they tend to be a lot more feminine. Uh, there's actually a lot of Irish girls I don't even match with. Something about like Ireland, I don't match with a lot of them. Uh, but if I like, go abroad, it works fine. But for some reason, I don't know. This miracle popped up, uh, like feminine, into meditation, spiritual, unvaccinated, cute as hell, and within driving distance. So I was like, she hit all the parameters. I'm like, okay, perfect. And um, yeah, kind of hit it off a little bit, and then it went a little cold. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's look at uh, the, the other thing. So this is her next. So I'm weirdly attracted to well-built conservative men who delve into books on stoicism and politics. All right. So I really like the conservative one there. I was like, okay, Eastern European, she probably wants like a man to settle down with. I'm going to like play that angle a little bit. So let's open your first message. Is this one, right? Yeah. All right. And so you said old me probably raved with this girl at some stage. New me is planning a cabin in the woods with the cartwheeling girl. So I love the opening message. Any, uh, how, how did you come up with that? Yeah, so what I like to do with the hinge is if I can find something unusual about their profile no one else is finding, I like to mention that. It's like double points if you can like pick two things on the profile. And then like the third thing I usually try to go with is if I can create the story or fantasy of about about us dating already. And then like we're talking about some other subject, but the base level is already dating. Right. So like uh, I, I love this strategy. My only concern is the return on investment from that. Like how often are you getting a response? And first of all, you're in rural Ireland right now, so you're probably not getting a ton of matches just based on how many how many baddies are there, right? So do you feel like it, it's obviously worth the time with a girl like this, um, but do you feel like this strategy, would you use the same strategy if you're getting way more matches? Uh, like 
Yeah, the only thing I can compare it to was like summertime. I was living in the city in Ireland, Cork. And yeah, I would say most of the most of the replies I would have got would have been from that sort of a message. Like, uh, you know, just like pile of dirty clothes on behind her and she's taking a really hot picture where most guys might go, oh, you look really cute or something. I'll go like, so when we end up dating, I don't want you to leave clothes laying around my house or something like that. Like I'll pick up something small in that. So usually that gets like a ha ha, gets the story going. And then you kind of like start bickering about what you're going to fight about when you're already dating. That's, that's kind of the thing. Right. Yeah. No, doesn't always work, of course, but every now and again, if it does work, it seems to get off on like a, a kind of a nice momentum. Yeah. Well, you're no slouch, man. This is, you know, this is very high level sort of messaging. So what's your typical response rate for, for your open ears? Um, thing with, like I actually, for some reason I get nothing in Tinder in Ireland. But this is so, Hinge, right? This is Hinge, yeah. So on Hinge, I'll probably, every now and again, I'll just, you know, sit down and send like 20 messages in the morning just so like all the creative juices are flowing. And maybe like two or something will get back to me, possibly. So it's not, not, not that big, I would say. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I'm always playing around, you know, with the guys in the program, whether it's a good ROI to send, you know, just kind of like a, a boilerplate opening message. Like we use the one from Playing With Fire. Like you seem to have a few of my weaknesses. Um, or I noticed something particular about your profile. You seem to have a few of my weaknesses. And that gets a pretty high response rate and kind of gets the conversation going. Um but this is, you know, this is great too. So she responds, uh, fun fact, fun fact in relation to one of your prompts, my mom will only like you if you're unvaccinated. Ha ha. So you've got that as one of your prompts, right? Yeah. I think my one says, um, it's like dating me is like, is the prompt. And then my answer is, uh, bring me to your parents' house and wishing you went for that stable accountant guy instead, dot, 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 but your mom will love me. It was like kiss face. Nice. <laughs> but trying to be a little bit like, raunchy, a little bit without being too perverted. Yeah. So, okay. So she, she obviously di- dug through your profile and found, you know, put some effort in as well. So she's, you know, she's investing identically at this point. Her message is even the identical length. So good sign. Um, so this is the, the follow up from there, right? So yeah. you can respond. You can tell your mom she's always welcome on our pure blood ranch as long as she brings some fresh conspiracy stories with her. She goes, you're kidding. Ha ha ha. That's cute. So I love that message. It's great. You're just kind of going along with the role play. You said, ha ha, literally most unvaxxed man you've ever met. Thought it was on my bio. It'll be a lot cuter once we have some little goats running amok. So yeah, I wasn't sure. My brother gave me a little bit of shit about the unvaxxed thing. It might have been, I played on it twice, maybe a bit too much. Well, the only thing I feel like you know, that message doesn't really serve the purpose. It, it, the best you're going to get from that is, is like a ha ha. You know what I mean? Um, you're not really giving her a branch to, to jump onto. Um, and I kind of feel the same way. The next message is fine. It'll be a lot cuter once we have some little goats riding them up. But I'm like, so is that in relation to the pure blood ranch? So it's like cabin in the woods and then the pure blood is obviously kind of being like, I presume she's unvaccinated. I'm unvaccinated. Kind of meaning, okay, we're pure bloods. Mm-hmm. And then the goats, I guess, is like, yeah, goats in the ranch, cabin in the woods. So I'm just trying to like create this fairy tale of us living together in the cabin in the woods kind of thing. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm with your brother on that. Um, but it <laughs> <laughs> didn't really matter because she, you know, she she went with it. She said the problem with Hinge is that it doesn't have an option to say you're not vaccinated. Ha ha. Baby goats are so goofy. So yeah, I mean, this girl's definitely into it. Um, I'd love to see them fuck. Ha ha. <laughs> That's great. So now she's taking a little bit sexual. I didn't um, know what that meant, actually. Hook up, I think. I thought I get in my head it was kind of like a cute girl doing a cute thing, but actually I didn't know what it meant. I didn't really know what to do with it. <laughs> I mean, that's that could be interpreted. What What did your brother think? I'd love to see them. I think he said cutesy. Yeah, but we were also like penises, dicks. And we were kind of like just joking about it. We actually just didn't know. My my initial instinct is like hookup, but. Uh, you know, it's hard to say. Forward, Robbie. So that's where you're trying to go. <laughs> but I wouldn't go too sexual because that's like the bait. You know, that, that would be the trap. So let's see what happens. So you said the girls on Tinder with vaccinated banners was like, cheers, at least now I know not to swipe on you. Um, all right. So now, now we're triple downing on the yeah, vaccination I, thing. I didn't like this one. I didn't like that. <laughs> My brother definitely did a shit over that one. <laughs> And she says, uh, and then you said, would tracking down some baby goats be the weirdest first meetup you've had? Which I love. I think that's great. It's a good transition. It's funny. Um, we'll go to emoji there. Well placed. You do a good job of not using too many emojis here. Yeah, she's like, certainly the weirdest. I'd love to do it. And you said, heard about a hike near Mallow with the possibility of finding some goat cuties up for an adventure. Goat cuties. I'm not sure if I like the language of goat cuties. I mean, it's it's borderline, you know what I mean? It doesn't roll off the tongue that well. <laughs> um, feels like I, a second a little bit too, a little bit maybe. So this is where I feel like the biggest mistake was when you said "won't believe the day I've had." So she just liked that, but how much how much time went by before you sent the the the, uh, the double text? Uh, it was instantaneous, I think. Hmm. So she takes the morning and I takes her a couple hours later. This is when I had the court case and I was still like, because it's been all over the news in Ireland. And I was like, is this something to talk about? Or am I just trying to push some celebrity kind of thing? So then I come back with it afterwards. Right. Yeah. So one of the mistakes I see super common and women will basically walk you into this trap unconsciously a lot of the time is having multiple conversation threads going. Right. So it's like you say something and she responds, but then also asks an unrelated question. And then you have to respond to the first thing and also to the second thing. And then, you know, the situation I'm talking about, right? Where it's like double message and then double message and you're, it kills the flirting sort of um, progression. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and women will do that a lot. And what I just do is I ignore one of the, one of those threads and I just stick with whichever one is best. Um, and I went back and forth on that then as well. Maybe like quicker messaging, bing, bang, boom. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause it takes too long. Otherwise you're, you know, you're yeah. waiting, she's writing books and you're writing books and it's just, it's, you know, you, you kill the vibe a little bit there. Um, so in this case, you know, I feel like this is the biggest mistake in the whole messaging I've seen so far uh, because you do that here. Right. So, and it's right after you also did like the soft close. Um, yeah. 
Well, you already did the soft close and she agreed. Um, so let's see. Yeah, it was maybe it's kind of like a double. This is kind of like a double soft close. Well, now you're, this is, so you already said, would that be the weirdest meetup? She, certainly the weirdest. Would love to do it. Um, I would have just been like, there's a dope hike, you know, heard about a cool hike near Mallow with the possibility of, you know, finding some goat cuties, whatever. Um, when are you free is what I would have said right there. Mm-hmm. Right. Get her. I always at, like to ask her when she's free. If, if I'm, if I'm open, if I'm not open, then I'll usually give her a choice. Like, can you do Tuesday or Wednesday? But if I'm open, I feel like the, the best position is to get her schedule. If you can do it basically any day, which sounds like you probably can given you're just kind of there chilling for the moment. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always the question we asked, uh, like me and my brother were talking about text is like, should I just suggest Friday? Should I suggest Saturday? Should I suggest the weekend? But like actually ask them, are they fr- when they're free? Uh, it actually seems like you avoid a lot of the problems that come with no for sure. Should ask again kind of thing. Exactly. Cause then once you start to ask again, now you're like, you know, you're chasing basically. Yeah. And, um, if you do ask for a specific day, I always like to give a two options. I can do Tuesday or Wednesday, right? And she'll come back. Great, Wednesday works. So I never go for the specific day, but if I only have two days, I'll do that. So yeah, now you say, won't believe the day I've had. So she's, let's see what she says to that. And the problem with, with also with the won't believe the day I just had is that would require like a logical explanation, right? So that would make for a bad message. And... You don't do that. She says, sign me up and tell me. Um, and you say, sounds good. How's Friday for you? It's a story better told in person. And what I don't like about that is it feels a little bit baity. I mean, she already agreed to the date, so it's not a it's not a big deal. But it's it's like, why would you bother to tell me that and then tell me I'll tell you in person? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It feels like a, a little oversell, right? Um. So this is where you reached out to me and, um, you know, you said, yo, Robbie would love to take you up on that one girl that got away offer in Ireland at the moment, basically no hotties around miraculously matched with a Polish beauty and hit it off and then went for the clothes. She ghosted wondering if I should have just asked for the number instead of asking the day she's free. Um, and then the universe answered cause we scheduled this call and then she literally just responded to you <laughs> before we jumped on Although, the 15 minute window, like hilarious. So funny. We'll get back to the show in a second. But before we do, I have a quick request. If you've ever gotten any value from this podcast and you want this show to continue to grow, then I invite you to leave us a rating and review on Apple or Spotify. These reviews really go a long way to help us attract better podcasters and bigger guests. So if you're feeling up to it, we'd love to see a rating and a review from you. And if you share that rating with me and you recommend the podcast to just one wingman or buddy and you send me a screenshot of that recommendation, I'll send you a secret bonus workshop all right back to the show so this is what she said work until six sorry for taking ages to reply by the way but i'm crazy busy at work and at home i'm free this weekend if you're also free great and then i was screaming around the house (laughs) high five in your bro if she only knew that like so much effort was going into this you know (laughs) zoom calls going on (laughs) multiple 
dating, you know, <laughs> very, very like uh, knowledgeable guys in dating. And, you know, you've, you've done a ton of work for your, you know, you were telling me offline that you were like helping clients with their messaging and, and, um, you know, you're, you're good at this stuff. You're not like a, a beginner by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I also have the high one with me here, like the brother who's, you know, <laughs> same level, like, you know, meticulous, no message. Amazing. So what, what do you think you're going to respond to this with? Walk me through your thought process. So yeah, basically since we kind of agreed on a, a daytime date, yeah, Ike is actually perfect. I think, I don't think she drinks from our bio. So like bar for the first date is not really ideal. Uh, whereas like drive out, take her for a hike, drive around, maybe drive for food, drive her home. Seems like a perfect date. Um, I'm, what what day of the week are you gonna shoot for? Probably Saturday, I would say. So, depend how like rural are of an area are you in? Like, do people typically go out on Friday and Saturday night there, or is too rural and doesn't matter? So she like it's probably like a forty five minute drive. She's in a different town, like forty five minute drive. Uh, I would have to like drive to her place. I also have plans Saturday night, so I have to come back and go drink it with some buddies. And then Sunday is Christmas Eve, so that seems a bit weird to take a girl out Christmas Eve, perhaps. Right. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, I have no plans Christmas Eve, so I don't really want to do Sunday. Uh, yeah, so typically my suggestion would be to do a Sunday. I like to schedule dates Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and keep Thursday, Friday, Saturday open for meeting new girls and also... I don't like to schedule a Thursday you can do, but I, I try not to schedule dates on Friday or Saturday because it, it kind of signals to the girl, like I have no social life if I do. Right. Yeah. It's subtle, but, and if, and if that's the only day she's free, whatever, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna do it, especially if it's a good lead. Um, but what I don't like about your date plan is your, if you schedule it before you're supposed to go out with your, with your guys, you kill the potential for a hookup at that time. And you're only going to know if she's like, you, you can't, you, uh, what's the word? You can't predict that, right? Either she, either that's going to be the vibe based on how the date went or not. But if you have no time for that and you miss that window where she's like, seduce me and you're like, oh, I got to go. That's a huge mistake, right? Cause it's like, the whole point of the date is to kind of position for that to happen and then for you to be ready logistically for that. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not against ditching my homies to go back with this girl if it was on. Yeah, uh, okay, good. That's the case of if, if I tell her I have plans that evening or not. I would not tell her. Because then you end up looking thirsty if you're like, oh, I'm going to cancel on my friends to keep hanging out with you, Right. That's uh, that that would be some pretty you know bad points against you for most chicks. I think. Yeah, you look and too thirsty. The uh, other thing logistically was like, I don't know what her living situation is like, but if she lives alone in that place, it's probably only going to happen in that town. It's probably too much of a stretch to like drive forty five minutes back with her and keep everything chill and do stuff here. It's right. probably going to have to happen there. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of unknowns, I guess, about the logistics once, once I get there. Well, here's what I would do. So I always recommend like a multiple venue dating protocol. Get the, the first venue is effectively something 
it doesn't matter. The first venue is anything. So for this is perfect. Hiking, the whole goat thing, right? Walking and talking. You're going to have, you know, this sort of basic vibing conversation. Uh, and then for the second venue, I always recommend a bar where you can sit side by side, um, play the questions game, and good chance to make out there. And then if, if the makeout happens, then I'll go for a venue three, which is a couple's experience. And if I'm feeling like there's not the right vibe to go for the kiss and no makeout, I'll end the date and leave her wanting more. So that's what I would suggest is like do the hike and do it like around sunset because that's, you know, who doesn't like a sunset hike, right? Um, yeah. And then from there, like grab a drink. And if she doesn't drink, whatever, get she can have a mocktail or she can, she can drink whatever. Um, and then, you know, if there's an opening, like if she's all over you, then maybe you consider <laughs> ditching the boys. And, and then, um, I would choose, I would have one other venue in mind where you could do some sort of couples experience. So maybe it's another bar we could shoot pool or play darts, or maybe it's I uh, I don't know, like something where you could, I don't know, like an art gallery or is there anything like that in, in the town where she's at? Well, the might be pool. That's probably like the best thing in the way you suggested there. Yeah. What'd your brother say? He said there's a castle. There's like a kind of famous castle grounds. But I guess that's probably closed in the evenings then. Be more of a daytime thing. No. Okay. Is there an arcade or anything like that? It's not a huge town, like, is it? Mallow? It's pretty small. Yeah. Her town's also pretty small. So, yeah. My favorite venue three, which is like we made out. And the point of the venue three is to have like a couple's experience where you're no longer so focused on the conversation, but you're already making out. You're basically touching her like she's your girlfriend. And then that builds a lot of the like sexual comfort to, to seed the next venue, which is her place or your place. Um, my favorite thing, you know, venue for that is like an arcade bar, somewhere you can play like pinball pool, that basketball game, you know, you can play street fighter, the old style, like video games. Um, that can be hard, hard to find, given the town. But you know, anywhere, anywhere where you can shoot pool is also good. And then you know, if she's all over you, then like show me your place or give some reason to like I don't know, go back to her place. You'd have to think of that uh, based on like what was happening on the date. Or you can tell me too when you don't actually control those logistics. You can't just say hey, like, uh... or you can just say hey, we, you want to come check out my place? It's you know, it's it's like twenty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, or you just don't tell her right you just jump in the <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna find a place for this new goal we got <laughs> yeah having a reason to bring her back you have a pet or you have like you know there, there has to be some reason so she doesn't feel like yeah slut. probably below the cat card it's just tell her you have a pet cat no one's heads yeah so that's what I would do. What do you think of that plan? Yeah, I like the sound of that. like the sound of that. Um, yeah, I probably would have told her I was going to meet the guys, but until you said that, so actually I won't do that. I thought it might be cool if I was like, well, I got to go, so I'm not expecting anything the first night kind of thing, that kind of vibe. Maybe playing it a bit overly cautious. Uh, yeah, I just like to end the date on my terms based on whether how much love she's giving me. Right, so her physical escalation or her openness to that dictates if I go to that next venue and I'll send you my dating protocol have a read I think it'll it'll make that point really clear 
Oh, sweet. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, and if I, if there's no opening for the kiss after that second venue, you know, you've been on the date now for an hour and a half, two hours. I would, I would make sure the hike's no longer than 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes tops. Right. Cause if that, if you drag out that first venue too long, you know, she might be like, Oh, I'm getting tired. And, and if you don't have a chance for the second venue and you don't really have a, a place that's conducive to kissing her, that's, that's a big mistake. Would you say like a restaurant is a no-go? Because I'm presuming if we're hiking, might be a bit hungry afterwards. Okay, go, go to a restaurant kind of thing. Not a deal. As long as the problem is, you know, now you're eating and she's got food in her mouth, and most restaurants you're sitting across from each other. So, if you can find more of like a restaurant bar where you can sit next to each other, that's that's the only thing that I would say is the the whether you eat or not, whatever. Not not the end of the world better to not but if you're hungry and you know you got to do what you got to do but just make sure you're sitting next to her because if you're not how do you escalate you know yeah and uh what, what do you kind of normally say to kind of if you want to cut a short and just kind of end on a high and then a good note you don't want to drag it on for another 45 minutes you see it's kind of not going to the next place or her place what are you kind of saying to wrap it up on like a with a bow on top i would just say like you know hey this has been super awesome i'm getting a little tired um, you know, let's, uh, let me drive you home. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And if she, you know, th- what I love about that is if, you know, you're, you're probably only going to say that if you're not making out with her, cause there's no opening, like the vibe's not there. She's, she's closed off physically. Right. So you say that and when you end the date on your terms, a lot of the time they'll think like, oh fuck, maybe, maybe this guy doesn't like me that much. And now they start to like you cause we all want what we can't have. Right. So that will give them a little bit of anxiety. It'll show you that you're not needy and uh, you're more likely to get a second date from that. Mm. I guess there's also like the opportunity for a kiss when you're dropping them off into care. Exactly. A little bit awkward or whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah. One more question is like, so her, first, her kind of middle question on this one, sorry for taking so long to reply, crazy week, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you kind of get trapped with, with this one being like, Oh, hey, don't worry about it. You know, we're kind of pandering a bit too much. So, like, yeah. would you even respond to that? Or would you just go, hey, how's Saturday kind of thing? Or, Yeah, definitely not. I would just be like, let's do Saturday, 4 p.m. Um, we can meet at the we can meet at the hike, or I can swing by and pick you up. Yeah. Perfect. Sweet. I try to employ the idea of a CEO texting, which is I'm never going to respond to something that doesn't, definitely need a response yeah so that that's this would be a good example because like exactly you're good. just going to be pandering like oh no worries all good we're all busy happens to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you're her whatever <laughs> uh, yeah so well we killed the uh yeah so that's uh that's awesome dude hopefully that'll that'll work you got to keep me posted yeah yeah i'll fill you in and see what happens in the weekend if we find any goats or not, like, which is the main mission here. <laughs> nice. The, yeah, I'd appreciate that texting thing you were talking about. That was pretty cool. The uh, dating protocol? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll, um, actually, let me show you where you can just get it. This would be easier. Uh, if you just go on my site, hold on. Pull this up. So if you just go on interconfidence.com and you scroll down to the very bottom, 
there's a quiz you can take, but if you scroll down to the very bottom of the page, you'll see the dating protocol ebook and uh, they'll just get automatically emailed to you. Perfect. Robbie. Yeah. You dirty dog. Dirty <laughs> <laughs> dog. Turn, turn off the blurred background because I can't see your, your brother. <laughs> oh, there we go. What up, Thomas? I got two brothers back there. You got a brother and a friend. Brother and a friend. He's my best foot in the world, man. He's more than Tango Erlen, man. He's a crypto bro, a gym-seeking missile. You know what I mean? Nice. This guy does his best texting out for bottle of wine, as you can tell. (laughs) Robbie, you suck my dick so quick, man. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So funny. That was hilarious, though, man. That was beautiful. You like that? Amazing. I learned a lot. Really? That's great. Glad to hear. I disagreed with some things, man, but like, we, we can. You can write your own ebook, man. <laughs> I don't have a fucking fleet of people in my fucking Instagram, but <laughs> asking me how to pull chicks. Well, tell me what you disagreed with. This would be a good debate. Uh, that's interesting, man. Uh, the power play of like, I'm meeting you and uh, I'll meet my buddies later. You know what I mean? That aspect. Okay. So- no, I'll meet you. Let's see what you're about. Like, you know, it's almost like uh, putting that on her. Are you worthy? And then if you blow it off, it's like, oh, shit. No, we're in a romantic fucking one in a million kind of situation. You know what I mean? So the problem there that I I, I get what you're saying. Um, what if you were to do a hybrid where you were to say if things are if things are really good, you know, and she's all over you. But if you were to say, hey, I was actually supposed to meet up with some buddies tonight, but I'm going to blow them off so we can keep hanging. And you said that face-to-face, that would have the same effect. But I still don't even think that would really do any good because you're showing so much interest with that. And I'm always super careful to not over-invest. That's like my number one thing. I I completely agree with like the sentiment you're coming from. But it's like, you're implying that by the fact that I'm meeting you here, and I also, I already have plans later on. You know what I mean? I, I have my own life. I'm doing shit. You know what I mean? What are you saying to say this before and to tell her, like, yeah, to tell her. And it's like, okay, I'll meet you for at four o'clock for a hike, but I'm so non-needy that, like, I have my shit going on later on. And it's only if, like, a threshold has been met that you would blow that off. And if it's, if that threshold has been met, you know, it's already... It's only going in one way, you know what I mean? But then the problem is if you say that beforehand, she's probably going to make other plans too for later. And then... That's a good point. Interesting, <laughs> interesting logistical part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you have no chance. So that that's... I feel like that's the overriding deal that you would want to avoid. That's a good rebuttal, man. You're black. And it's also like, if it is at that stage where you don't want to get, to get stagnant, you're on the day two, maybe you haven't kissed or anything, you're like, Oh, by the way, I have to go now because I'm meeting my buddies in 45 minutes. It's still kind of like a cool thing to say. I got to get over there and I have plans. Right. So we're not telling it for it. So yeah, probably. I Yeah, I won't tell her. I don't think so. Just try to do it early enough that I can actually escape if needs be. And then if I need to blow them off, you still have the option if things are going super well. Someone's right. got to blow. <laughs> Someone's got to get blown. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the friends. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, cool guys. This has been awesome. Yeah, Robbie, absolute pleasure, man. I've I've never actually uh, yeah, I've seen your stuff or anything like that. Like, but you seem like a really cool dude, man. And respect. Thanks, brother. Likewise, you guys seem like you got a a fun squad over there. You guys should uh, <laughs> relocate to a better uh, a better geog geographic location and uh, do some serious damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've had better time in different places, but yeah, Ireland is not the place to pop up with chicks. It's just a complete business mode at the moment. But yeah, we'll see if we can get one of these. If we can afford a tilt the boat at some stage, we'll be like the ultimate test of the skills, I guess. Yeah, so we got to get the crypto, uh, the crypto coffers filled. <laughs> what I was doing, you know, before Tilted was Tilted, it was basically you know me and Liam and Alex and and Vitaly and some other people mainly doing it and. Um, when crypto was high, like everyone wanted to come on the trips. And then when crypto went down, no one wanted to come on the trips. So it was like, <laughs> it was all crypto or not. But um, I, I have another client who's living, he's from like somewhere in the boonies in Ireland as well. And he just relocated to Sofia, um, Bulgaria, which is where Liam and Alex are too, or they're going to be. And uh, Yannick might head over there as well. So. Could be a good little spot. Yeah, Yannick's a guy. We check in like once a month just to see what's happening. We've done like one house before in Cyprus. Which oh, is, you did? It was like off season. It was more just like get work done, do some meditation kind of stuff. Well, like uh, inner work kind of stuff. Well, yeah, we, we, we definitely got good plans to kind of do more of what he's doing, the Berlin stuff. Uh, Sao Paulo, like uh, the parties, you know, I don't know if you know Patrick Shee. The Grotos guy. No, what's his name? Patrick what? Patrick Sheen. How do I spell uh, that? S C H German League. E <laughs> or I G. A E G. I E I G or I E G. But yeah, he's in Grotos. He's in like fifteen Grotoses. So I've been on maybe like four or five of them. But uh, man, he's had, he's had some cool people come in. They've they've all been from like T N L. That's how he kind of vets them. And. Uh, some of the stories we heard from, you know, every now and again, someone comes along who's just like an absolute G, like bread from Australia. And they're just doing like orgies multiple nights a week in Sao Paulo. That seems like the place where a lot of really crazy stuff can happen. But that's kind of like what we may, I know. Yeah, I've never been to Sao Paulo. I've been to Rio twice and I've been to Florianopolis uh, for Carnival and New Year's. But Brazil, Brazil's great. Yeah. Can't go wrong in Sao Paulo, that's for sure. Robbie, we're going to have some points together soon, but yeah, man, come to LA. <laughs> Get us only on our turf, but yeah, I'll definitely owe you a point for this guy. So sweet. Appreciate it, pal. And then get your sure, man. Thank you. And have a good later. The Instagram fucking outreach was, yeah, it was, it was perfectly messaged, man, by the way. Very curated. Nice. I'm going to keep doing it. It was fun. So great. Pleasure. Have a good evening. Buddy. Later. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're a regular listener and you're digging our content, do me a favor, leave us a five-star review. It's how other people learn about the show and how we can spread the word. If you don't feel like it's worthy of five stars, just go ahead, don't leave any review at all. And I want to let you know that we've opened up a few slots in our exclusive community. We're accepting applications to join our select group of men and experience the radical power of accountability, step up your game, cross everything off your sexual bucket list, and become a beast at accomplishing all of your goals. To learn more and apply, go to innerconfidence.com com slash community.